0: The Buccaneers bring in a notable safety for a top 30 visit. David and I are going to do our own mock draft to see if he and I can agree on what to pick for the Buccaneers based on how the board falls. And a former NFL GM, Mike Tannenbaum, has an interesting proposal for a draft day trade involving the Bucs. Let's go.
1: You are locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. David Harrison. You can find us on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Find our written content. I am over at BucksNation.com. David, over at
1: BucksGameday.com. Bucksgameday.com, James, the second of all NFL sites in the Sports Illustrated uh family of sites. So, greatly appreciate any of our Locked On Bucks listeners that have come over there and support the uh, the work that uh, we're doing over there. Thank you again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast first listener or your first view every single day. James, you and Evan Klosky, the great Tom Brady, never said retire. Evan Klosky of WTSP 10 Tampa Bay, your CBS affiliate there in Tampa. So, you guys spoke on Wednesday about Recent ties between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the safety position mm-hmm. in mock drafts. All of this, despite the fact that the Buccaneers have brought in two safeties uh in free agency alone. But you also included Peter Schrager of NFL Network and, uh, and uh, Good Morning Football Fame, uh co host to Trevor Sigma on Good Morning Football, yeah. who has recently mocked Dax Hill out of Michigan University boo. Well, the Bucks have now brought in Georgia standout, national champion MVP, Louis Seen the safety for one of their top 30 visits, adding him to the growing list of secondary players that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have now visited with.
0: Yeah. Um Something David that you and I brought up early on in draft season. In fact, it might've even precluded uh free agency was start to pay attention to the stuff about a week out from the NFL draft and start to see, yep where people whether it's it's local or it's national who they have going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because it seems like people start to get a beat on what Jason Light is going to do and all of a sudden over the course of the past couple of days you start to see safety becoming more and more linked with the Buccaneers uh you know speaking of of Trevor Sykema on his podcast the NFL Stock Exchange they're doing a uh, a mock draft where they're bringing on beat writers and and people that cover the team to make the pick. He had John Ledyard on of Pewter Report. Sure. The pick, the pick was Lewis seen the safety out of Georgia. And you know, shout out to Scott Reynolds over there. It seems uh. like he's really really tied in on what they like to do in the draft. So. You're starting to see that position thrown around a lot, and you're starting to hear Lewis name more and more. But you take a look, you know they've they've had visits from Roger McCreary, the corner out of Auburn, Cam Taylor Britt, the corner out of Nebraska, my dude Kirby Joseph, safety out of Illinois, Dane Belton, safety out of Iowa, people that they met with at the combine, Schrager's guy, Dax Hill, uh, our our good buddy uh, Joshua's guy, Kair Elam, and then Mizzou corner. Uh, a Caleb Evans. So mm. you know, kind of like you pointed out with the running back visits and everything, and there is a massive list of running backs. This this secondary list is growing larger and larger and larger, and you're starting to see safety creep in there, and it yeah. it just might happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's smart business for the Buccaneers to invest in the secondary in the NFL draft, even though uh, they brought in you know Keanu Neal, even though they brought in Logan Ryan. And I think Logan more than Keanu, obviously, but I think Logan play a little bit of corner, a little bit of safety uh, for them, give them some some scheme versatility there. But I think what this all comes back to is you've got three defensive backs on their on their final year of their contracts this year. You've got Jamel Dean, Shaw, Murphy Bunty, and Mike Edwards, all of them playing their final season on their rookie deals. So the likelihood of bringing all three of those guys back, very, very slim, I think. They're all Super Bowl winners. They've all contributed greatly on Super Bowl winners. We've seen really good stuff out of all of them. We've seen some not-so-great stuff out of all of them. Um, so every single one of them has every reason in the world to go out and see what kind of value they can get in the open market, and none of them are going to get franchise tech. Like that's, that's kind of the biggest thing here is yeah. the Buccaneers. I mean, you have it in your back pocket, but do you really want to pay – any of these guys with a franchise tag is going to give for one year? No, you absolutely don't. So what you're in now in a position, and I think safety, you're a little bit more secure because you've already got two bites at the apple, right? You got Keanu Neal and you've got Logan Ryan. Again, Logan to me, like he's not a long-term answer, strong safety. Keanu Neal, I mean, first round pick at one point in time had a lot of potential. Perhaps you can tap back into that. And you saw it with Jordan Whitehead. You don't need all pro-level strong safety support. You just need good to average to above average uh strong safety or support. So if Keanu Neal can Manifest that for you. Maybe you just resign him and, and you bring him back and you keep him on the roster. But that still leaves you with two cornerbacks in Dean and Sean Murphy Bunting that are either going to need new contracts, which are obviously going to be more than you paid them on their rookie deals, or they're both going to leave because they're going to get paid uh, elsewhere because of their Super Bowl pedigree. So if you're the Buccaneers, you got to look at corner, uh, even with even with who you have right now. kair Elam is obviously a guy uh, that's going to attract a lot of people because of his Florida ties. But the physicalities are there, too. He's six foot two. He's got the length. He's got enough size and athleticism. Not a, not a whole lot of, of production going back to his college days. Uh, but going to to our, our guy, Brandon Olson, the host of Locked On Gators podcast, he'll point out to you that a lot of that is because teams didn't throw to his side of the field. And so, in a way, that is defensive back production. You're literally taking targets away from one half of the field, which now allows your defense to... Uh, to focus in their their arsenal on the other side. So I mean, there's a lot of arguments here, but I think as sure as I am that the Buccaneers are going to take a running back, I think it's more so they're going to take a running back because there's going to come a position or they're preparing for a position in the draft. Where they say, Ah, man, we don't really love like any of these guys outside the running back position, but we did a lot of homework on these running backs. Maybe it's Rashad White, maybe it's a Damian Pierce. You know, maybe it's somebody else. So let's grab a running back now and let's see if we can develop them behind Leonard Fournette with Keyshawn Vaughn and not have to rely on them in their first season. I think that's how running back is with these DBs. I think there is a focus and an intent here that they have to bring in one. We might even see him bring two DBs in James. They can get a safety early, come back and get a corner later Uh, again, if anything, just to shelter them from the potential loss of three contributing defensive backs in 2023.
0: Yeah. And that's certainly very possible or, you know, like we've mentioned on the show, maybe they're not sold on Jamel Dean. Maybe they're not sold on a Sean Murphy bunting who struggled last year and they're going to bring in someone to straight up just compete. Say if we want to see you return to 2020 form, but if you're going to do that, now you got to beat out this young and hungry kid that we just took in the second round. And you need to save your job, especially if you want to get paid next year. So competition breeds excellence, right? So you, you, you want to bring in someone that's going to be an immediate contributor, At the same time, you also want to bring in somebody that's just going to make your football team better, whether that's right now, whether that's down the line. So there's it's draft season, baby. It's it's about to start getting wild.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, cream rises to the top and sometimes you need to drop a couple cubes of sugar in there to make that cream rise. I don't know if that makes any sense. We'll see uh, what happens. Uh, we got a live mock draft coming up. So speaking of mock drafts, um, the ultimate mock draft going on on the network. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Our pick for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up on Friday's episode of that ultimate mock draft. But we are also going to do a live mock draft here on the Locked On Bucks podcast and see who rises to the top in that uh, really weird analogy that may or may not make sense. And we're going to do so thanks to our friends over at Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of The price, that means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection for every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use the code Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses that's code locked on for their best deal of the season, 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews.
0: BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, where Debo Samuel is going to go, and much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: Back now for segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Thank you for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listener, your first view every single day. The NFL draft is here, and fans are dying to know who their team will take. Locked On and Odyssey present the ultimate NFL mock draft 2022. It's the biggest mock draft on the planet, featuring 70 locked on local experts and Odyssey NFL insiders, including Michael Irvin and Jason LaConfora over six episodes the Ultimate NFL Mock Draft is available now on the Locked On NFL Podcast on Odyssey and wherever you get podcasts, James. I will never forget Michael Irvin just praising the heck out of my pick last year for the Washington Commanders. They did not go that direction. They should have. Speaking of mock drafts, uh, like I said, our pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be on the next episode dropping on Friday for you. So if you want to go check out who we got for your bucks. By all means, head over there and check out. But we're going to do another mock draft. So, James, let's pull up our handy dandy pro football focus mock draft simulator. We're going to do seven high speed rounds here. We're going to pick for, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. uh, And we're going to enter this draft now. So let's roll through here. Click start draft to get things going. We're not trading up, but we'll see what happens at number 27. Right. Number 27, so look, the most recent picks, N'Kobe Dean, linebacker at Georgia, goes to the Titans, tackle Tyler Smith goes to the Bills, and another offense tackle Trevor Penning goes to the Dallas Cowboys. So, James, looking at the board here, we got uh, Bernard Raymond is your top prospect, according to the PFF board, Sky Moore. Our guys, Luis is there. Are we just pulling the trigger on, on Luis at number 27? We also got Travis Jones, D lineman. George Pickens, wide receiver, might be a little high for him there. Kyir Elam cornerback out of Florida we have no trade offers coming in we can make some trades but we have no organic trade offers coming into Jason Light what do you think we should do here uh
0: the way this fell I mean I think I think we're deciding between Lewisine and Kair Elam right I mean sure. I like Travis Jones I think he's a good defensive lineman but I don't think he's the compliment that you're looking for for Vita Vea he's just he's not that guy right he's not going to get after the passer he's you know he's a, a great run stuffer but to me, the the two that jump out are are
1: Elam and Lewisine. I agree with you there, and I would say that in this scenario, personally, I would go Kyir Elam. I I like Lewisine. I like what he brings to the table. Like I said, the Bucks have already kind of addressed the safety position. We've already got Logan Ryan. We've already got uh, Keanu Neal. What we haven't done is really add to the cornerback room, unless you talk about Logan Ryan being a corner slash safety type. Uh, so I, I think I'm more inclined to go Kyir Elam here. What do you what do you think about that?
0: I was actually leaning Lewis scene just because of the, the interest that appears to be growing. But I, I can't disagree with your with your assessment there. Um, you know what? Let's see. Let's see how things shake out. Let's take Elam and see what that that leaves us later on. And and maybe we'll see a corner and say, all right, well, if we had gone Elam or seen earlier, we could have gone with this guy in the third. Let's see how it shakes out by going with uh, with Kair Elam and then maybe uh, Joshua Gardner. And uh, Brandon over there at Locked on Gators will stop harassing us.
1: We know we're getting A's from at least two of our listeners. So Kyrie is the pick. There he goes. Circle completes itself. And we're going along the rest of the way. So the Buccaneers come up again at pick 60. Uh, Abraham Lucas, John Metchie, the third Logan Hall defensive linebacker. I'm surprised he got that far. But all those guys off the board here. So now we look at our list. We've got Brian Asimov, the highest rated prospect on this board, linebacker, Oklahoma, who I uh, personally, James, I'm actually a pretty big fan of Kingsley, Enigbari, Jalen Tolbert, a uh, nice quick wide receiver there out of South Alabama. Nick Cross is a safety who has had his name kind of rising up boards a little bit. So do we pair that safety with a cornerback, Kyrie Elam? I mean, if you look at it, if if we go uh, with the safety in, in the first round, we take Lewis Seen, the best cornerback, Cam Taylor Britt, is, is out of Nebraska. He's kind of the best guy left. We know that the Buccaneers have obviously showed some interest in him too. So honestly, I like our options either way here. But your, do we pull the trigger on on the safety boy, now, or do we go somewhere else? Your boy Parham is is sitting there, Dylan, Dylan Parham. Parham.
0: Yeah, Parham is is intriguing for sure. Yeah. I'm not sure what what are what are your thoughts here. I know obviously you're going to want to lean Parham. Yes,
1: I love Dylan Parham. So do you
0: do you want to double dip in, in the secondary in the first two
1: rounds by by adding Nick Cross? You know, I, I kind of look at it this way, right? We've already gone and added two new members to the safety group. We already ha- we have a known value of Mike Edwards. We have Antoine Winfield Jr. Now we've got Logan Ryan. we got Keanu Neal. We just added a cornerback in Kyrie Elam. Um, but you know, on the offensive line, we've got two new starters. And, and Aaron Stinney has been with the team. He's been in the system, so he gets credit for that. Uh, but then you have Shaq Mason, who has been in the NFL and has blocked for Tom Brady before. But he hasn't done it in this specific system. I almost kind of I, I lean part him, not just because I like the guy because I like what he did at the senior bowl and the versatility that he showed, but I lean there just because I want to make sure that we have the best front five possible in front of Tom Brady on what we expect to be this last ride. So I think me personally, that's probably where I go here is I go with the versatile Dylan Parham, who who, by the way, could play at least three positions on the offensive line.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm not in love with with Nick Cross here by any means. I don't want to. Obviously, I don't want to double dip at corner. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go,
1: Parham. All right, we're going Dylan Parham there. And by all means, let us know in the comments what you like and don't like about what we're doing here. Pick number ninety-one. Tampa Bay comes back. I mean, we got to go Carson Strong out of that, right? We got to go quarterback. Absolutely not. Absolutely. So, uh, Marcus Jones probably not going to be the guy that we take uh, already with Kyrie. Brian Cook. Brian Cook is another interesting name uh, that has been getting a little bit more buzz. Uh, you see PFF there saying one of the most assignment short safeties won't be missing many tackles. I mean, Cincinnati defense is, is producing uh, a lot of buzz. I mean, do we even need to go any further? We've already got linemen, so these Sun Devils are unfortunately going to have to wait for somebody else. Kyle Phillips is a wider receiver. Hey, Ooh, hey. Damian Pierce is there at 95. Just going to skip right over the Miami Redhawk, oh, Dominique Robinson. Dominique Robinson, edge out of Miami, Ohio. I mean, are you, are you going to stand on the table? You know, oh, absolutely not. But you I know guess. that Joshua and Brandon right now are getting ready to get the pitchforks out, even with Kyrie Elam in the first round. If we don't go Damian Pierce here, but do we go Brian Cook at safety or do we go Damian Pierce uh, running back and go offense back to back?
0: Oh, that's tough. That's really, it's really tough. tough. We know they're going running back, right? We know a running back is going to be drafted by the Buccaneers. It, it's happening, right? Nobody fits what the Buccaneers are going to do better than Damian Pierce does. I don't think you're, you're getting out of day two and still having a chance at drafting Pierce. If if you don't take him in the third round, he will be gone. You're not getting him in the fourth.
1: So me personally, I guess I would probably pull the trigger on him. Yeah. I just look at this and my only hesitation is you got Brian cook up there at safety. You got Damian Pierce here. After Pierce, though, so you got James Cook, you got Rashad White, you got Pierre Strong Jr., all guys that can bring value at the running back position later on. On uh, the safety position, I mean, you got Dane Belton, who we know has visited uh, with the Buccaneers, Tyson Anderson, uh, who I think has also had a conversation with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I don't know how much I'm in love with how what they can can bring to the table. So I think I want to go Brian Cook here, James. I think we need to turn to the coin flip app. Okay. All right, James. So we got flip a coin up here. We went to the Google machine. We got, we got a coin here. So heads is what is is is, i think you know what let's go heads is offense right because it's the brain of the operations tails yeah is defense because i don't know because it works in my analogy on
0: the back end of the defense let's keep it together
1: beautiful so heads damian pierce tails we go safety guys this is how it's done in war rooms okay like just just so you know it's Uh, tails we are going defense here i'll keep that tabbed just in case we so we're going brian cook because the gods will it, Joshua and, and Brandon. Don't blame us. We wanted Damien. You know, I wanted Damien. You wanted Cullen. you wanted Damien. Fourth round pick number one thirty-three. So we have Kellen Deich. I mean, tackle, not a need. Bailey Zappi. Look, if we if we bypassed Carson Strong, we're not going to go with Bailey Zappi, right? So where are we looking here? We we, we got safety. Uh who, where are the running? You know what? Let's look at running. Oh, there we go.
0: So we you got got, Pierre you got Strong Jr. Austin, uh the wide receiver out of out of Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, yep, we do. Pierre, we have Kevin Austin Jr. Pierre Strong. So, I mean, this is this is what happened. We, we took Cook and now the best running back available is is Pierre Strong. I don't love that. I really, really don't. Uh, not a huge, not a huge Pierre Strong fan. Not in the yep. fourth
1: round. Um, a lot of speed. Not a, I mean, as it says right here on PFF.com, not a lot of physicality, not a Peyton Barber type. He's definitely a slasher and a dasher type. Uh, they're coming out of the Jack Jackrabbits program. So if we don't like him, I mean Kevin Austin Jr. He's a guy. I mean he ran uh, a little bit slower than what Chris Godwin ran. He's six foot two, two hundred pounds. He's a senior coming out of Notre Dame. You know there's a lot of intelligence there, uh, talented at the catch point. The thing that's really intriguing about him, James, we were talking about him before we recorded. He's kind of just getting started. He's still a very raw prospect. Mm-hmm. And he and as you can see there on the screen, he still led all of
0: college football in, in contested deep receptions. Yeah. Like the dude can go
1: up. He can, he can, what is it? You know, climb the climb, climb the, steps, the, ladder. Climb yeah. the ladder, go get one. Jojo um, Doman is, is another guy linebacker in, in Nebraska. We've talked about potentially having to move on from uh Levante David. How, how else better do it, but another Cornhusker? but do we go there? Do we go wide receiver?
0: What you're looking for now is, is obviously upside. Mm-hmm you're also taking to account special teams which we know Kevin Austin really didn't participate in that doesn't mean he can't it right. just means that he hasn't right i think i think the upside with Austin Jr is really really super intriguing i understand the need for Doman uh you know trying to plan for the future but between the two i think that you're you have a better chance of hitting a home run with Austin Jr than you do with Doman
1: Okay. So let's go. We'll go Austin. I'm not going to argue with anything you just said. There we'll go Kevin Austin Jr. We get a B minus here. And obviously the punter is going to bring us down a little bit. But I mean, look, we got a corner, guard, safety, wide receiver, halfback, and a punter. Uh look, you know, there's still some some running back options on the free agent market if we really want to get there. And if we don't, Leonard Fournette is on a multi, multi-year deal. So we've got him for at least a little while while we try to secure this thing up.
0: Well, and if you take a look at the at their big board versus where we drafted them, yeah. we only reached on our first-round pick. Everybody else right. was a value compared to where we drafted and where we have them ranked. I'll bet you our grade's a little bit higher if we drafted Warren and then Stonehouse with our final pick. But yeah, well, all good. of these are, are values according to PFF's big board uh, outside of our, our first pick, and that was that was a situation where we decided to go corner over safety and, and this is how everything played out. Now you can go back and say, if we take the safety in in round one, that means we're probably taking a corner over Parham in in round two. Uh, And then we're getting Damian Pierce in round three and we address the running back there. So that's, it's kind of fun to do those exercises to see how can things fall based on trying to decide between this guy and that guy. and, And this is how it happened to fall for us. So, we hurt ourselves at running back, but I think we got some really great additions to the uh, to the secondary and then a guy that could compete to be a starter right out of the gate along the offensive line. Absolutely. Look, you can't fill every hole in the NFL draft. That's right. All right. Well, something else that is oh so right is our friends over at Built Bar. And have you tried the Puffs? David, I know you have. They are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like brownie batter, cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie in all Built Bars, the OGs, and the Puffs. Covered in 100% real chocolate. David, I just saw on Instagram the Built Bar posted a video. They're coming out with granola. That's right. That's Built Bar granola bars. Oh, I am all in on that. Low calorie, high protein. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at harrison 82 And real quick, David, because we ran super duper long in segment two, but former NFL GM Mike Tannenbaum wrote up a column for the rdteamcom about draft day trades that he would like to see go down. Uh, and among others, like DK Metcalf to the New York Jets for the 10th overall pick. He says that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should trade their fourth round pick to the Cleveland Browns for quarterback Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Tannenbaum goes on to say, quote, the Browns made a decisive decision this offseason by bringing in Deshaun Watson for a substantial price in terms of picks and guaranteed money, which led to them moving on from Baker Mayfield. This move feels necessary for both sides. Let Baker sit for a year and learn as much wisdom from Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich as possible. Let him use this season as an investment in his future and take in all the gifts that Tom has to give in terms of professionalism and preparation to be very similar to what Mitch Trubisky just did with Buffalo. Cleveland would have to eat most of Mayfield's contract for this trade to happen due to the cap space situation in Tampa, but the Buccaneers currently have $3.955 million in cap space, per over the cap and quote it's funny i did a radio appearance on wednesday for the miller and Moulton show over at espn southwest florida Mm -hmm. and miller asked me this exact question should the buccaneers give up a fourth round pick to get baker mayfield and have him sit behind tom brady so david your thoughts
1: uh, I mean, right on the surface, I kind of want to say no, just because we've kind of been sticking with this narrative that the Buccaneers need to get uh, as many weapons as they can to win a Super Bowl this year. And when you look at the list, Kevin Austin Jr. is going to be available. That's the guy that we went with. We also have Jojo Doman. And you look at right? You, so you come away from the mock draft that we just did, and there are holes that you did not address. And you could address potentially the backup quarterback position, but you already have Kyle Trask. And again, a lot of this depends on how the Buccaneers feel about him as a potential future starter, if if they don't like what they've already seen out of Kyle and they've kind of already made their decision, then it makes it a lot easier and more compelling to go for this idea. But if, if Kyle has done nothing to detract you from the reason you drafted him in the first place, then I almost say just roll with it and let it go as is now, that being said uh, for Baker's end of this whole deal, this would be a perfect situation for Baker Mayfield because I've been on record. The thing that kind of rubs me wrong the the way with, with Baker Mayfield the most is yeah, he's a guy with a chip on his shoulder, but he's a guy who has a chip on his shoulder to the point where he wants to fight everybody, right? Like everybody is against him. And and it's not just i I've been doubted. I'm going to show that you're all wrong. Like Tom Brady has done like Tom Brady's had a chip on his shoulder his entire career too, but he's let his play do the talking. And you can even see through that. It still hasn't necessarily satisfied all the demons. So I think that is something that Baker could really learn from Tom is you're never really going to get to the moment where people just come crawling on their knees and say, we're sorry for doubting you. That's never really going to happen. All you can do is rub your success in their face, which is exactly what Tom Brady has been doing for over 20 years.
0: I'm absolutely making this move without hesitation, without question. If this is available, you take it. Look, this gives you a bona fide NFL starter who can sit back, learn the offense, learn from Tom Brady, and then we don't have to go through all the nonsense that we went through this year of who who is going to be the quarterback. Are we going to waste a year of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Devin White and Levante David? You you have Godwin back for three years. You have Leonard Fournette for three years. You still have Evans. You have a Super Bowl-caliber roster, you cannot hand that over to Kyle Trask.
1: That is a very, very, very good uh, analysis, in my opinion. Last thing I'll say about this, if one of those trades that we talked about yesterday with Greg Almond over the athletic, one of those proposals, if one of those trades happened and you gained some mid-round draft capital, 100% you make this deal.
0: That's That's also a really good point. Yeah, I mean, I would hate to lose the mid-round capital. Don't get me wrong. But. Baker Mayfield in the fourth round as your starting quarterback for the next five years is more valuable than what we got in the fourth round of our own mock draft. Nothing Austin against Austin, just
1: blocked you on Twitter.
0: Nothing against Austin Jr., but he's not the one throwing the ball. That's true. Oh, so, that's true. All right, well, David, we need to get out of here. Thank you again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or view of the day. Now make your second listen to the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback, Eric Crocker, bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is also free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back on Monday. If there's anything you would like us to speak about, any questions that you have, anything of the sort, go ahead and send those topics to lockedonbuckspodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or give us a call at 813-444-5841. Those are also the places you can send your entry for our draft giveaway. Just send us who you think the Buccaneers are going to take in the first round. If you get it right, you'll be entered in with everybody else to pick the same player. We will draw a name. That person is going to get a jersey of that player. For David Harrison, I am James Yarko. And until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything that we are doing, both written at bucksnation.com and at bucksgameday.com or on the Twitter sphere at lockedonbucks, at jyarko underscore bucks, and at dharrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.